0: Again, this is your checkmate. I'm sorry for the pause. We had a tragedy in the family, but I uh, somehow managed to get myself together. And uh, after a half a year, I'm trying to get back on on the speed of things and uh, and things like that. And life goes, uh, life goes on. Uh, I was just looking at the first podcast that I had, which was you know, welcome out of the nameless years. So we can really say that the first decades. The 0Ts and the 10 t's. I mean the year between 2000 and 2010, those are the 0Ts, and 2010 and 2020, those are the 10 t's. but nobody ever uses these words. We always start with the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, everybody remembers the 60s and the 70s, and the where we looked really funny during the 80s, and then, of course, the revolutionary 90s, And but nobody speaks of the 0Ts and nobody speaks of the 10 t's. so I've named them that every century has a... Uh, a name double or nameless double decade but we can say that the year 2020 has really started with uh, with not being a forgettable year at all in fact I think it's one of the worst years we've had uh, definitely in my life but uh, I've been trying to look at it positively and trying to look at COVID also from the point of view of something that I was talking about for quite some time uh, and that's namely the fact that mankind is in the process of leaving the material world and living in a fantasy realm which is also operational. We can call this the internet, we can call it the digital realm, I call it the New Jerusalem because I like the term New Jerusalem because uh, we once used to live in cities, I mean in, in forest, in nature, and then we move to cities, and that's where we lived today, or for the past, you know, couple of hundred years, majority. And then uh, now we are on the process of moving to New Jerusalem, which I sort of like because it's a, it's a city, but it's a new city, and it also sort of, yeah, it has apocalyptic tone to it, both negative and positive. But as far as a city is detached from nature, meaning, of course, we need nature, we need air, and we need input. We, however, no longer dwell in nature. Our habitat, so to speak, is a city, um, or at least a village. We are protected, we are shielded from the rhythms of nature, from the whims of nature, and from the chaos of nature. Nature is no longer something that represents an immediate threat to us. Uh, We have city dangers. And uh, and as, as far as a city is removed from nature, that's how far the New Jerusalem, a digital realm, will be removed from cities. Of course, we will still live in cities, we will still breathe air, but the focus of our pendulum, I mean, at the, the center of our gravity, our focus, our attention, our our work, our friends, the way we relate to each other, will be more and more in the realm of this new digital Jerusalem. Now, this is something that we've had for the, from the beginning uh, of time. We, we always imagined a second world with, you need second world Uh, which is something that we human beings create, unlike other animals. It seems that we have the rare uh, skill of creating fictional, non-existing, in a way, lifeful, or perhaps this is the work of an ancient character called Trickster, to which I will return uh, hopefully in some of the uh, later podcasts. It's a it's, uh, it's double-layered world. You can recall this very easily from horror genre. You can, uh, I don't know, any, 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 any horror genre has these two, two realms and the problem with horrors is that we, these two realms cross and there's a certain gateway from one world to another. But we also believe in two worlds when it comes to uh, mythology. There is the realm and the time of gods. And then there is the casual world, so to speak, and we also know this from theology. I mean, every theology automatically presupposes a second layer of existence, um, sort of a very high-level advanced, in a way, conspiracy theory, believing that, you know, there's some entity controlling the events and th- things are not the way uh, that they seem to be, uh, mainly in Christianity. Uh, the world is a fallen world, It is more or less the realm of the devil this is also why early social thinkers as early christian thinkers didn't come up with any big reforms of the world because this world was lost to itself and the, the believers were waiting for the real world to appear plato also believed in this i mean every theatre play that you see is actually a fictional world you're seeing romeo and juliet and you're seeing as if they are acting a different world, it's a different realm, it's a different time, they speak lit, weird language, they behave differently. But we also believe in, uh, in the second world um, in, in, in terms of science. But I don't want to go into the, the topic of two worlds, Is something again that I will leave for, for future, future episodes. Most importantly, uh, language is a good example of a non-existing world. I mean, when I say the word cat, cat somehow materializes somewhere, but definitely not in reality. But I can say cat walked across the street or something like that. And you will imagine, I will welcome you into a sort of a guided meditation. This is what we do with language. So we've always had this tendency to escape from this world. Uh, Every single religion, every single even philosophy is looking for the beyond, for the metaphysics. Uh, even if you go into 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 Hinduism or or more oriental religions, there is this belief that there is a second realm of of, of energies or or some forces into which we can and should tune ourselves into. But let me focus uh, on on Christianity because that has been most most significant in the development of our Western culture. There, the great belief was that this world is a stupid world which is full of evil. And this world will burn, and a new Jerusalem will be made. In this new Jerusalem, uh, it will be heaven like. It's not, there, I mean, there are many ways how it was described, but it seems that we will have some form of, some form of bodies, but not real bodies. This is when they asked Jesus in the New Testament, when they asked him, the Sadducees, okay, the Sadducees did not believe in the res- resurrection of the body, uh, so they asked. Jesus, uh, a, a sort of a trick question. There is this w- widow who's been married to I don't know how many seven husbands, and they've all passed away. And then she married, completely legally, another one. And then he passed away. And the question, of course, was whose wife will she be? All seven, or 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 what? And they tried to, of course, you know, it, it was a trick question. And Jesus answers in an interesting way. If if you if you think about it from the digital perspective. It's like, uh, yeah, how to explain a digital avatar to somebody living at the break of a millennial uh, century. Um, uh, 2000 years ago. So, so this seems like in the, in the future, in the Christian perspective, We will have some sort of bodies. There probably will be evil, but the evil will not be evil. I mean, there has to be some drama. There has to be some things that that are going to be happening there, I suppose. Has to be some adventure. So wouldn't it remind one like like a very sophisticated computer game in which there is also evil? The Nazis that keep attacking from the fortress are evil, they're symbols of evil, but when you shoot them you don't actually do anything evil because those are not existing entities. These entities only exist within the framework of the game and they're only evil because they are they are made to play that role. That evil doesn't really hurt anybody. It's a, it's a symbolical uh, evil, same evil that you encounter when you listen to a, a, a ghost story or, or just a story. So it could be that, um, I'm just, of course, playing with the idea. Maybe, um, uh, I mean, Christianity was always very much critical towards the body and the bodily pleasures. And there's almost this image that the body is something that comes from an animal and, and, and a sinful nature in us. And the only thing that is divine is the Holy Spirit. And uh, that Holy Spirit is to take us eventually after death uh, to another realm of existence, where um, you can you can live timelessly, and space and time changes characteristics. I mean, the digital world, I'm not saying that that, that it has been prophesized in this way, but the digital world, interestingly, does comply with what we have been imagining as heaven for the last 2000 years, if not longer. So today also we're, we're leaving this world behind. The world is also a little bit, I uh, you know, not healthy enough during the COVID quarantine. We all knew that the internet is uh, cheaper, more effective, faster, etc. Now we've learned it's also healthier. So I am thinking that in the future, within maybe a couple of uh, decades, maybe hundred years, we will think back and look at the Covid period as maybe a first, like a demo version or a foretaste, um, a small little, uh, you know, spoon, spoonful of how future uh, might look like all of us being in sort of a digital isolation and having interactions and work and only on very exceptional occasions. Will we visit back the, the, the casual reality, the desert of the real, uh, as casually, I mean, sorry, as, as uh, uh, rarely as we today visit a zoo or a forest. So I think we'll be going into this world maybe for grandmother's birthdays or maybe for Christmas or maybe for reproduction, but it will be it will be it will be uh, a realm where we and the future generations will not really feel so much at home anymore. A new home will be this new Jerusalem. So let's uh, let's try and make it good. This has been your checkmate.